And we're back, ladies and gentlemen. Happy New Year's Eve. I'm here with my good friend and sexy companion, Bean. How you oh. doing? Oh, boom. You know, you know, you always make me feel like I got butterflies in me. Every time you talk to me like that, man, you just you make a real girl like you know, feel. I get the feels when you do that to me. Yeah, well, it's a good thing that I do it all the time. I wanna, <laughs> we do it to each other. I'm just glad we put our pants back on. <laughs> well, we don't want to be distracted. No. Uh, so we've had just like a 90-day layoff right here. It was like a 90-day fiancé, you know? One of us could have gotten married in this span of time. We, we could have had a, a TLC TV show about this 90-day stay away from... The podcast yeah but uh but we didn't get married right no no okay no. cool i just want to make sure uh that i didn't miss anything big in your life no um, uh just the overwhelming disappointments of uh the last six months of my kickball career you know just <laughs> replaying it over and over, over and over and, and over and over How i think can... I, I think we're all kind of in um who yeah. runs on that ball <laughs> <laughs> yeah basically so you know, I, I think we all kind of have our things to look back at, and you know, wish we could have done better. But it's been a good year. It's been a bad year. It's been up and down year. Started out great for a lot of people, ended great for a lot of people, ended not so great for a lot of people. I mean, like this year has been the roller coaster we all thought 2020 was. Yeah. So now it's like 2021. It's like, hey, look at me. I can do one you better. You know. Yeah. It's it and and um, we're we're kind of recording this on on the heels of uh, some sad news. Uh, the great oh. Betty White, I know, has uh, passed away at ninety nine. I guess there's limits for some people, right? Yeah, you know, you know I, I was reading one of my friend posts uh, on on Facebook about it, and you know they were like, "Hey, so even Betty White White's like, fuck this shit, I'm like <laughs> get the hell out of here." Well, that bitch said it's enough, man. It's fucking enough, <laughs> dude. If Betty had enough, so I don't know if there's anything for us to you know want in the, to be in this world. I saw that she had just turned a hundred. No, she was turning a hundred like within a couple of days. Oh. Yeah. I'll, I'll give her the couple of days. Fuck it, dude. Call her a hundo. <laughs> she, if anybody's earned it. Give her the hundo, bro. Yeah. At this point in, in your life, you know, you definitely round up. So. I I think that's fair. <laughs> I think it's fair. You want to run down the stuff we missed the last couple months? Sure. Tell me about it. Uh, well, we had the underdog season conclude. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was actually technically two seasons have concluded, right? Or wow. just one? We've been, we've been, well, I, we, I think we may have. Uh, did we did not? We, yeah, I think we did a wrap yeah, up we on did. the fall. Yeah, we did. That was kick ass is winning. That's for mm-hmm. we're sure we covered that one. That yeah. was before. Yeah, we did. We covered it. That was before the OKC tournament. Yeah, it's yeah. the late fall that we've mm-hmm. we've missed. So we missed the late fall. There's actually three championships awarded uh, mm-hmm. for that one. Uh, we'll start. We'll start at the top, which was 21 outs over Kick Assets. That's eight to five win. That was the Division One championship. I didn't get to see much of it. I saw a little bit of it. I was there to watch um, the leftovers play orange slices. Um, but anyways, uh, from what it looked like from a distance, it looked like a really competitive game. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, two top notch teams. Uh, teams have been on top. I think they went the other way last mm-hmm. season. I think that one went like 14-5 kick assets in the late fall. Mm-hmm. Or, yeah, it had been fall, right? So, yeah, kick assets had won, had beaten them 15-5 in uh, the late fall championship. And now it goes the other way, 8-5, uh, 21 outs over kick assets. Oh, wow. So it's kind of developing a natural rivalry there. It looks that way. It's exciting. I mean, it looks that way with two teams they are going to – See a lot of each other. I think that's good for kickball. I, li- I like you know getting getting those uh, matchups, those repeat matchups, you know, mm-hmm. year year in or year out. You know, so um, that's that's when when you see the back and forth. That's when I feel like the the teams kind of sharpen each other. Well, I mean, I think it's great. I mean, look, kick ass. It's put a hurting on them. Fifteen to five in a championship game. That is as bad, or maybe not nearly as bad as the the uh, 
Oh god damn! What Liz Donovan's team when they fucking thumped oh, you're the party? Yeah, both it? times. Yeah, you know, in the Kickmania championships, right? I mean, that's a thump. Fifteen-five, tough, tough way to go in a championship mm-hmm. game. Uh, but for them to come back and smack them in the face afterwards, you know, and say, "Hey, we'll beat, we'll see you the next one," and then come back and win eight-five, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, you know, that sets the tone. Sets the tone. Tells them, tells them we're ready to play. Yeah. Well, that's that's uh, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, I wish I would have been there to kind of see it. Obviously, I'd, you know, I have a lot of people that I know, and we have you know, friends on both teams, mm-hmm. so um, I'm sure they had a blast. Um, second championship there was um, Misfits over Gas, Grass, and Ass. Mm. I believe that was a 15-5 game. Um, and the last one of the day was the Division Three championships, uh, which is Orange Slices versus the Leftovers, and that was a 5-3 game, uh, Orange Slices. Nice. So that wraps up the underdog stuff. I'm glad someone's keeping a pull on uh, a pulse on it because you know at, at this point I you know I've been kind of uh, you know hibernating all all you know late winter you know, late you, fall. You can say a lot of things about me, you know, because I am a lot of things, <laughs> but I pay attention. Yeah. Um. As as much as I as well or better than most, I pay attention. Um. I don't like I don't mind seeing the 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 you know putting my energy and my thought process and just looking at random stats or, or, or like, you know, keeping track of random games. I do find it fun. Mm-hmm. You know, those things are interesting to me. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I, I love following this stuff, even if I'm not participating. I love just, you know, watching at a distance. No, absolutely. Um, and and I think I think we both do. Mm-hmm. The, the issue is, for me, is, uh, you know, I tend to kind of enjoy uh, not getting rained on. Well, <laughs> so that day, the two championship games there that I did watch, uh, the was co- it cold but dry, cold but dry. Yeah. See those? That's nice. Those are nice conditions. Bless <coughs> you. <coughs> I swear that's not COVID. It's uh, <laughs> we uh, we both tested right before the episode. Just yeah, as yeah. Uh, everyone's making everyone mm-hmm. do all the time. Yeah, and well, fuck it. We're in talk COVID. It's spreading hard. I know it's within the community. Yeah. You know, obviously, um, you know, it's definitely kind of uh, gotten out there a little bit. Um, everyone be safe. Obviously, right. you know, uh, whoever has been unfortunate enough to contract it, I want mm-hmm. I want you to know that we care and we hope that you're safe and healing up and, and getting better um, so we can see you and give you, yeah, I you mean, know, big un- un-COVID hugs uh, right. you know, <laughs> pretty soon. So. I mean, yeah, I mean, we're all trying to do our best. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know that fatigue is set in, um, but nonetheless... Let's all do our part, right? And obviously what's happened this past couple of weeks has happened. You know, I don't think anybody's upset. I don't think anybody's, you know, nobody's bothered. But it's in our community. Yeah. And it's okay. Yeah. It is um, what it is. Yeah. But uh, hopefully, you know, we you know, we can kind of recover and, and get better and, and, and become stronger for it. And so. look forward to a better year coming forward. Absolutely. So what else do we got going on? Oh, well, obviously we had the end of uh, OKC too. OKC results. Yeah. Right. Uh, you had um, Bunts Tacos over Bad Company, finals of that one for the championship. Uh, 4-3, right? That's about right. Did we do a wrap on? We the... did not. No, we just talked about mm-hmm. the, the game going up to it. Yeah. I just I like I, I know you and I have talked about it so many times since that it's... I mean, like we're humans too. Like we got Thanksgiving come up. Um, you know, I've got some... Family members are ill, not mm-hmm. COVID-related, but otherwise ill. I mean, we have lives. Yeah. Like, uh, we can't always commit to doing this stuff. Uh, sure. But we're, you know, we try to stay within the community and stuff. And, you know, we should have covered that. We just 
couldn't really commit to doing it together, and that's kind of the cop out. But it is what it is. Yeah, it's all good. We, I know we, we we talk kickball all the time mm-hmm. anyway, so you know we had plenty conversation, plenty of conversations about it. Right? I mean, and if you're listening to this on the radio, you're listening to two schmucks talk kickball, basically, right? And you could just come hang out with us, and we'll still want to talk kickball. Yeah, that's pretty much how it sounds like when we're just chilling. Uh, so what you had? You had a uh, blunts and tacos over bad company, four three in an eight or nine inning game. Stellar game, stellar pitching contest. Mm-hmm. Um, Graham pitched lights out. Uh, Sean Anderson pitched lights out. A uh, little bit of controversy, but it is what it is. We have to accept these are the way the games are going to be played. Um, but congratulations, Buns and Taco, right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, definitely. You know, hats off to to both teams for playing as well as they did to get to the championship, and uh, and to Blunts and Tacos for winning the championship altogether. Um, you know that that day for me was you know cathartic in a lot of ways. It was the end of the season, end of my you know a my, tough that, season, man. Pretty, yeah, oh, absolutely, a brutal season, for dude. Sure, definitely I have faced some challenges. Never seen so many people fucking angry with you for <laughs> for a lot of bullshit reasons. For things for, for things th- that you have absolutely no fucking control over. Yeah. I don't, you know what? This riles me up. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> you know, very few people in the world are as genuine and kind as you are. Thank you. You know and. You dealt with a lot of fucking horse shit this past season uh, with people who are normally good people but are like me, are like you, are like all of us, are dealing with stress that we've never had. We've never had this kind of stresses. You dealt with a lot of fucking shit, man. A lot of shit. I don't think it was fair. I'm not going to, you know, I'm not trying to hold a grudge on anybody, but it wasn't fair. It wasn't fair, the level of, of a heap and piles of shit they piled onto you no. and you did your best. Yeah. And, and, and I don't, I don't, um, you know, hold any grudges or feel, you know, sorely about kind of how the season played out. Obviously, you know, could it have been, you know, more ideal circumstances? Absolutely. But, you know, we can't control those things. You know, we all kind of responded the best way that we could. Um, you know, and, and as, you know, a chair person, you're not necessarily beholden to, you know, um, your ideals or what you want to have, uh, happen. Uh, you, you have to kind of, uh, uh, you know, respond to the, the will of the, the captains and whoever you, you kind of respond to. So, or, or accountable to. So, you know, that's, that's what happened. And, uh, I, I think when at the end of the, at the end of the day, anyone that worked closely with me knows that, um, you know, it was never about anything that I wanted. It was about what what the captains wanted, what the league, what was best for the league. I'm gonna, I'm still just gonna gnaw on this bone a little longer. There's a couple things here that need to be said, which is, uh, OKC is a different animal. Mm-hmm. It's not driven by what I think or what Ricky thinks or what any of you fucking people think. OKC is driven by captains' decisions. So oftentimes you, you anyone would have a problem and they think it's Ricky's problem and it's not it's Ricky's responsibility or at that time this past season and and going forward it's gonna be Jamal's responsibility it's the chair's responsibility to bring the problem to the captains and for the captains to decide on what the issues are or how they're gonna resolve the issues and then give that information back to the chair to distribute out to the rest of the league and uh it is the most frustrating thing thinking one person in that league has any ability to, to force something to happen. It is a mandate that the captains are the ones who make all the decisions. And it's, you know, I never saw a captain get yelled at at the field. I never saw someone go like, well, why are you the captain of my whatever fucking team? Why are you doing this? 
Nah, man. They copped out and they just said to go talk to Ricky. Like that was like that was the solution. Yeah. You know, I just, I just I'm really passionate about this. You know, I really, really think we need to understand that OKC is driven by the captains. You got a problem? Take it to your captain. Yeah. Well, and, and go blow up your captain on Facebook. Yeah, and for the most part, you know, I, I think. I think the people. I think a lot of people understand how that works, and unfortunately, on game day, you know, you, you kind of need someone to yell at or someone to kind of. Oh, you're uh, so much to fun to yell it. at, man! And I, I oh, I love yelling at and you. And I listen and I smile and I still, you know, uh, you know, hug, so, um, you know, it, I think, uh, you know, first of all, congratulations on uh, to Jamal for you know uh, winning the nomination for uh, from Betty Ford from from uh, yeah BFA. Um, and becoming the the next chair, the chair elect, so to speak. Um, so you know, yeah, I think he's going to do great, and um, hopefully he has. Uh, so what do you guys do? Like secret handshakes? Yeah, you know? I, I pass along all the secret, uh, you know, nuclear codes, oh. and uh, you know, then uh, and now he has the the keys to the chair. Is it weird not being the Illuminati anymore? <laughs> I mean, like no, uh, because now I'm back to you know being a captain. Just, so just I'm, I'm still I'm still in the room, but now <laughs> I actually have a, a valid voice. So. Oh. <laughs> now you got a voice. Yeah. So it'll it'll be it'll be nice getting back into my uh, captain's chair with with the daddies and and you know uh, so, seeing what I can do. So about just to be clear, Jamal is part of the Illuminati. Yeah. I, as of right now, Jamal is part of the or Illuminati. He's, he's he is, on the way. He is the Illuminati. He is the Illuminati. <laughs> Jamal is the Illuminati. Yeah. Betty Ford. Yeah. Yeah, he, he and Jay, he Jay Z and Beyonce <laughs> um, are probably having my ties right now. Oh man, made with Ciroc. Jay, okay, <laughs> this is getting out of hand. So is that is that the FBI knocking? <laughs> um, well, okay, and and then we had other positions that yeah, went on the, the board. yeah right speaking on the board of OKC. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had a couple of positions come up, uh, which is when Kevin Clover Juan comms director or is that what the position is? Yeah, uh, the comms uh, chair position or the the. You know, I don't know how to refer to the comms communications. Yeah, with- Kevin K. Clo was elected for something. Yeah, absolutely. And, and Kay's a great uh, Kevin's a great guy, and um, you know, I'm I'm looking forward to seeing what he does. We, we you know we didn't have a, a communications uh, person this year. So, right, um, you had one person quit, another person say they do it, then they quit, and yeah. it's just like, you know, th- th- that was a tough position to fill because nobody was willing to commit the time, energy, responsibility or to do to it. Try to fill Candace's shoes. I mean, That's I, really what it comes down to. Let's be honest. The great, uh, almighty Candace. Yeah, she really um, left left sizable shoes that no one could fill, and so you know they had to re- remain empty for someone to feel like, oh, okay, I'll put those on. OKC's really gone downhill since. Uh, Candace has left the chair position Candace, there at the, yeah. the comms director. Yeah. So Candace is missed every day. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, I text with her frequently, and, and she's she's a good friend. So. Okay. Then you got uh, a new parks director. Yeah. Uh, parks uh, a parks representative also. Uh, Becky. Mm-hmm. Is, Zill. Becky Zill is, is handling the, the parks for us. So um, she'll be taking over from Shelly. After that, you got uh, Chris Percy, who's your second ref coordinator. We got we have two ref coordinators, which is a relatively new thing. Yeah, well, so we've all actually we've always had two. The difference is that typically the two get elected or nominated at the same time. Ah. Um, so you know what we did this year was we kind of um, had Corey jump on to replace Stevo, who had yeah. stepped away, uh, but we had him take a two year period. So they'd be kind of every other it year. Might be like a senior, junior type of thing. 
or just you know that way there's some sort of kind of consistent yeah con- continuity between you like know, season to season so like it, it. it should be a lot better this way finally something okc does right yeah no, that's, <laughs> was that your that was you right you yeah. made you made that call. That, that was that was the one thing no again that was all uh, to the captains i made a, su- a suggestion and they agreed that that was a good idea so and uh lastly we have liz donovan uh social chair uh, yeah, she'll be one of the social, uh, you know, uh, reps, and uh, she'll be joining CC Crystal Cunningham, um, you know, as as the two social reps. Right. So. And then they're on the same team. They got to clear up some of this confusion. <laughs> Someone said something about having uh, two players from the same team not being okay to be on the board or something like that. Yeah, and, and that's just, never been a thing. No, right? and just to clear it up, um, there's the. It's hard enough to get volunteers, um, you know. To, to kind of become you know a member of the board regardless um, if we l- limited it by you know m- putting on additional rules like that um, it, it would make it su- super hard mm-hmm. uh, aside from that there's player movement from you know season team to, to team, season right? right so like uh, you know where let's say for the example of Danica and I right mm-hmm. so Danica was on blunts and tacos the season that she was you know elected what's her position um, she she's in uh, vol- she's a volunteer oh, coordinator. That's right, that's right so um, she was uh, with Blunts and Tacos at the time, uh, and then you know there was the off se- the one off season, the year off, mm-hmm. and then when she ke- came back this year, she joined Daddy's. So you know, yeah, we were both on the same team, but it, that's not the way it was. Started. Right? It, yeah, it's not like you're owning the corner market. Like everyone in Army of Darkness is going to run for a position, and they're going to fill up the entire board. Yeah. So and, I mean, and even year, if they did. It's it's not it doesn't give you any strength. Yeah, and of course they're elected by the captains. Yeah, regardless the captains yeah. make the the decisions, guys. So um, I understand you know you know the the perception that could be had, but um, in in this case it it has no bearing. There's no there's no mm-hmm. sub, uh, substance to it. Okay, and then we're still waiting on teams coming back. Um, if there if it was a few teams. From what I understand, there's three teams that didn't participate, which was like a battle slut, Gislatica, <laughs> uh, Stormtroopers, and uh, the other one was uh, SLE. SLE, Slee, yep. for those who don't uh, know. <laughs> for the uninitiated. For the uninitiated, SLE. Uh, those three teams still waiting on whether or not all three, none of the three, a few of the three to come back. Nothing official. So. Actually, I can give some uh, some news to that uh, as part of kind of my final duties with uh, with OKC. Um, I did kind of confirm that SL, SLE and uh, Battle Sluts will be back um, for 2022. Uh, Stormtroopers was still in the air, and they were supposed to have given a response by mid-December, and I still haven't heard back. I kind of shot a, a, you know, an email over to Tiffany to figure out whether or not she's um, you know, been able to kind of corral her troops, but... Uh, we'll find out about the stormtroopers uh, soon enough, and and you know there there could be a spot opening up. So we'll okay, see so, how that how that works out. So the so the response is there's no more than one spot available. As of right now, there is no more than one spot available. And, but and that but spot isn't still, for sure available. Still in question. Yeah, correct. All right, so that wraps up the OKC discussion. That wraps up underdog for the year. Um. Let's talk about maybe our happiest moments of the year. Okay. I mean, yeah, obviously with 2021 coming to an end here. With a bang, obviously. A boom. Um, with, yeah, with, with a beam and a boom. <laughs> a beam and a boom. Um, 
you know, th there are definitely some highlights that I, I kind of think of, um, you know, getting the kids back to school. Mm -hmm. like, that's kind of cool. Um, yeah. Never thought, I mean, like, you just felt like spring break <laughs> was never going to end. Jeez. Uh. Well, or summer break, a summer vacation. It's just, uh, uh, you know, there's something just so taxing about uh, trying to homeschool your kids mm. or, you know, I'm not... A, so this is what it's like for... This is why regular homeschool kids are so fucking weird. Yeah, I This mean, is why. You'd like to think that, you know, the, the people who you know, homeschool are kind of qualified to homeschool their kids, nah. but, but that's not <laughs> always the case. I know I was going insane. Um, but, you know, aside from that, I think for me personally, that, that experience for, for me, you know, doing Kickmania was fantastic. Kickmania was fun. I loved it. It was truly something that I put a lot of my, you know, heart into. Mm -hmm. Um, and I hope that everyone kind of enjoyed it too. I, man, Kickmania, I had a lot of fun co-hosting, uh, playing. I do not look forward to doing both at the same time. Next time it's going to be one or the other. Likely it is to host. I am not interested in hosting and playing. Um, and I really am looking forward to just participating and watching and let everybody else have the fun. Um, Kickmania was a fucking bad blast. Dude, right, wasn't it like right before the heat wave hit? Mm. I mean, it was hot as balls already, yeah. but it was going to get hotter in the future, right? Yeah, it sure did. Um, yeah, we, we definitely you know got some good weather for those uh, those days. And um, actually, actually, I kind of remember there being a little bit of moisture. Before. Oh, in the morning. That's yeah. right. It was a little wet morning. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I, I love doing it and I hope everyone had a good time with it. And I, I really am excited about bringing it back because... Oh, it's coming um, back. I, I think there's, um, I think there's some some growth opportunity mm -hmm. there. So. Um, we got anything else? I got, I got plenty of things I would love to share. Yeah, let's go. Yeah, go ahead, shoot. Okay, well, uh, so first thing, uh, paddleboarding. Mm -hmm. uh, biggest memory of the year was like taking my paddleboard out. Um, I did a bunch of trips this year, probably a dozen trips, and like four or five of them with with like two of my like favorite people that I, that I really got to meet this year, which is Kim Winslet and Dustin Looney. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I remember that hottest day of the year. It was Kim, Dustin, and I. We were on the Willamette just soaking in the sun. It was 116 degrees. And, yeah, we were fucking having to hand pump the, pump, the fucking uh, uh, paddle boards and just, you know, scooting out there. That Justin Looney, he's a handsome man, let me tell you. He loves taking his shirt off, just like you. Yeah. Um, but we get out there. It's like 116. We're all swimming and shit. Dude, it was a great fucking time. Um, one of the best memories right there. Uh, another one is uh, winning my two two Varsity Gay League championships. Nice. Oh, great. Oh, so good. So good. Dude, I won one with Thoughts. They were fucking awesome. Met a great group of people. Uh, Fernando. Played with Liz Donovan. Um Oh, Justin, and, and uh, just I'm not going to sit here and like name everybody, but uh, that was one of them will get mad. Because one of them not, will get mad for not being named. I know, I'm aware. Rand, <laughs> uh, um, and then winning the championship with uh, Wolves of Ball Street it was Kristen and Dave Riley, and like my new favorite number one, uh, Dante Terrell. Mm. Uh, if, if you have not met Dante Terrell, he is going to be Mr. Kickball sometime in the future. Uh, just an incredible man, like. One of my favorite human beings going forward. Uh, nothing but like the fucking greatest things to say about the man. Uh, personally, one of these guys who's like just lit up my world. Uh, fucking throwing that football in at uh, Corey's pool party. Oh, God. Yeah, that should definitely be on that list. Yeah. 
Um, so give you, to give you some background, guys, what you know, it was a pool party uh, at Corey's uh, Corey's house. Uh, we're all kind of drinking, having fun, uh, and you know, I think one person started throwing a football across uh, the pool to try to get the the ball into a bucket that was, that was on sitting on top of the. The diving board. I think it was was it on top or t- uh, tucked in beneath. It was on. It was top on top of the diving board. Okay, yeah. so on top of the diving board, um, and you know everyone kind of kept on taking cracks at it, and no one's you know like you know, thirty people, feet you know, away. A couple people, yeah, a couple people coming close, you know. Um, definitely, I definitely hit the rim a couple times. But Zach Frey was like hurling it so fucking hard, miss. Yeah, but uh, yeah, like ten. He got ten throws at it. At you know, least. It, it, no, no. Chris at no point had made an effort to do it, and at some point, you know, some you know someone gave him the ball, or he I said, "Give me the ball," and uh, I think you actually, I think that's what it was. I, I think you said, "Give me the ball," and like on his first throw, <laughs> throws the ball in the motherfucking bucket, back and, of the uh, bucket, dude. Yeah, it was it was definitely something. Something I don't think he could re- repeat. And then you had all the again. heavy hitters. Yeah, like Graham was there, yeah. and fucking Corey was trying to do it. You were trying to do it. Yeah. Um, Zach was trying to do it. You each had like 20 throws at it. A piece. I didn't have 20 Minimum. throws. I had, I had three throws because I didn't want to participate. I had one I, it was, throw. It seemed super bro-y to me. <laughs> That's what that felt like. So I had one throw. Yeah. 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 Big, so, big timing. That's uh, awesome. Uh, last thing, I've been dominating this one, but this is my last thing, is Knife Christmas. I haven't given up a bunch of knives. That's because the COVID stuff has hit. Mm-hmm. And I've been, I was really cognizant of it. I didn't want to like get into other people's space. But Knife Christmas is still a thing. Those of you who know you're getting knives, you're going to get your knife. Just, I just wanted to pause the Knife Christmas action because of the COVID stuff. Yeah. You're, the last thing you want is COVID spreading because you were giving knives to people. <laughs> 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 it's just such a weird cop out answer. That's fine. Listen, he feels bad about it, guys. He'll be he'll come to you at some point in the near future. You'll get your knife. I know I'll get my knife. I'm not worried about it. Relax. You'll see beam soon enough. All right. You got you got one more? Yeah. Um so you know, I think, you know, part of the things that we always think about with uh, the end of the new year is what do you want to do for the uh, you know, the next year, mm-hmm. right? Um, and you know, I, I was sharing with you about kind of, uh, the excitement and the happiness I, I gained from, you know, hosting, uh, kick mania and, you know, it definitely helped me make my decision a lot easier about what I want to do in 2022. So the decision, the decision. Um, so I am here tonight, today, uh, to formally announce that, uh, I will in fact be bringing a fast pitch kickball league to uh, the Portland area in spring of 2022. And, uh, I, you know, the hope is uh, to do it for spring and fall. Um, so, you know, it, we can leave each other to, you know, to OKC in peace. Um, so that could be the, the, the fast pitch focus. But my goal is to, to create a, a fast pitch environment uh, where both new and old, you know, old you know, experienced players are welcome. And, um, you know, we can kind of help kind of uh, create a space where people can learn how to play this different game and still find areas to compete at that high level. So I want to be able to provide an, a, a learning ground for people to learn fast pitch. And I want to also provide uh, a space for people to play fast pitch competitive. We have not had public fast pitch in this area for two years now. Yeah. And even previous 
to that when you had recess time, which um, if you don't know this by now, I'm sorry to tell you this, recess time's just not coming back. Yeah. Um, I've, we've, we've tried to reach out to Colleen multiple times, and uh, we get the same vague answers that everybody else gets, and, and I don't think I'm talking down right now. I think I'm no. just talking matter of fact. Recess time not coming back. And we've all been crossing our fingers, hoping recess time will come back. They were the, they cornered the market on public fast pitch, meaning meaning not the the private league of OKC. Um, we need some fast pitch. Yeah, there's definitely a void. There's a void. Yeah, and there's the the, the issue that I kind of felt um, with you know kind of running OKC is obviously since it's a closed league, mm-hmm. um, you can't necessarily you know, invite all the players right. that want to learn how to play. Yeah, you just can't go out there and like send out flyers to wherever and get new faces is what this community really needs. Yeah. So I, I want to bring, a, you know, an open uh, fast pitch kickball league. I want to, you know, provide a space, you know, to, to have any player who's interested in playing sign mm-hmm. up, whether they're on a team or not, there'll be an opportunity to join as an indie player mm-hmm. um, and, and kind of get uh, assigned to a team. Um, and, and, I don't know exactly what that's all going to look like. I, I can tell you a couple things for sure. I want to I want to make the league uh, mirror circuit kickball mm-hmm. rules as much as I can. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a couple of things kind of in the works to you know figure out how exactly I can make that look as as great as I can. Um, you know, I, I definitely need to you know jump on park permits and and you know insurance, but mm-hmm. those are all things that I'm very familiar doing. I did you know for Kickmania, I understand the process. I you know having mm-hmm. you know kind of seen it with OKC, so um, you know the the things that I'm excited about is is being able to kind of pr- create this um, this league that's unbeholden to anyone other than the players, right? And and it's not just the captains; mm-hmm. it's everyone who participates in the league has my attention and my my mm-hmm. focus because I want I want to provide as good a, an experience to everyone as mm-hmm. I can. Yeah. So I love to I, we're going to obviously explore this. We're obviously going to explore this idea. We're going to have some more information on you coming forward. I your response was spring, more like March. Yeah, so I I'm looking right. spring season so it'll probably be mid-March um but you know it'll it'll be brought to you by Just Kickball and mm-hmm. um you know that was for me you know what Kickmania was about. It was it was about figuring out whether or not I had an appetite for it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I want to eat. And and you know and whether or not I could whether, whether or not I could uh, be happy facilitating and creating a, a, creating something mm-hmm. for everyone else and not participating. Yeah. Um and and I and I was surprisingly happy right. uh, doing it. So um, does that mean I'm not going to play? Not necessarily, but it, you know, I, I definitely don't want to be, uh, I don't want that to be my focus. Right. And, right. and it won't be my focus. Well, let's look forward to it, man. We have our new year's resolution going forward, which is just kickball. It can be providing, um, fast pitch kickball mm-hmm. in one, one way or another. It's Ricky's going to be really the guiding factor here for the production of the league. And, uh, um, I mean, I'm fucking excited. I I'm excited. I mean, I'm excited. We like have kickball where you can, I mean, fast pitch kickball, where we can build these teams, man. We can come back to like having these incredible championships. And there's a lot of things I didn't like the way Reese's time did. And we can like modify them. We can see how things we did. We can see how things were, where people were finding like uh, the pleasure of doing doing the sport and like building it and building some dynasties and and building some solid groups groups of friends. You know? Yeah, um, I I definitely want there to be a, a space for teams that are uber competitive and mm-hmm. want to you know beat the living snot out of each other. I also want to have a space for those teams to not have to 
play the the, the inexperienced right. teams and, yeah, that's no and run them out of the game of no. kickball. Um, we definitely there, we definitely need to be able to have uh, an area for for both players or both player types, like, like so. a like a growing community. Absolutely. So. so Long-term vision, uh, just know that that's, uh, that's coming to you uh, in 2022, and I'm excited to, to see what it does. Yeah, so all you kickballers, you ready for some fast-pitch kickball? You're ready to play. You're going to be able to register and play. You know looking for what team's available, looking for what OKC team needs of position field. Uh, hey, I like this, but I, I need my you know space, but I can't use you unless you're going to play you know, fucking left field or left out. Or I'm gonna have a roster size of 30 players. Yeah. Um, no, no. If you're available, you want to play kickball. You want to play fast pitch kickball. There's gonna be the opportunity for you, and it's gonna happen this spring. Absolutely. Let's do it. Let's do it, buddy. All right. You guys take it easy. Hey, Merry Merry Christmas. Happy, Happy New, New Year. Year. <laughs> uh, Dante, I love you. Bye, mom.